0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, March 1st, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. The destruction caused by inflation isn't just rising prices. It's that prices don't all rise at the same time. The process of working out these relative prices is costly, and Federal Reserve policies of the past two years have worsened that challenge. Jim Dorn, Vice President for Academic Affairs at the Cato Institute, says inflation leaves all economic decision-makers at a disadvantage. There have been a lot of price increases globally, uh, various things, agricultural goods, oil, most recently. How uh, does an inflationary expectation alter people's thoughts about those price increases, those kinds of price increases?
1: Well, when you have a price increase in a specific commodity like oil, for example, it's in dollar terms, obviously. So it's hard to decipher uh, and separate out the real factors from the monetary factors sometimes. Uh, Obviously, if there's inflationary expectations, uh, then the price of oil and other uh, asset prices will reflect that rather rapidly. Uh, The exchange rates will also reflect that. The uh, foreign exchange value of the dollar, for example, if inflation is expected, uh, people won't be as willing to hold dollars as they were before and they'll also increase the price of oil, which is uh, priced in dollars. Uh, so, right now, uh, the Fed is basically engaging in a quantitative easing by purchasing longer-term government securities. Uh, this is artificially holding down interest rates and helping the government uh, basically spend beyond what it takes and in taxes. Uh, this is dangerous because if you monetize the debt for any period of time, Uh, like they did in Zimbabwe, for example, uh, you get inflation, rather serious inflation. Uh, So this could present a signal to the markets that uh, inflation is further down the road. Uh, And you don't have to wait uh, four years for it to happen. People will start to factor that into their decisions. Uh, The Fed is also misallocating credit uh, by keeping interest rates artificially low, uh, which distorts uh, the flow of capital. Uh, There's too much uh, uh, investment going into government bonds and not enough into the private sector. Uh, And this will have a negative effect on long-term growth. Uh, So I think inflation is something to worry about. Uh, Many economists today are worried about deflation, but I think inflation is a much more serious concern.
0: Investors always looking for the better return uh, with interest rates effectively at zero and people unable to find perhaps a better return with uh, treasuries, even though that's where a lot of money is going. Um, isn't that what got us into a lot of the problems that we're having right now?
1: Well, that's exactly right. The the Fed's holding interest rates artificially low. This is encouraging risk. In fact, one of the purposes of the so-called quantitative easing was to encourage people to take on more risk. and. Uh, The stock market has gone up. Uh, Profits have been fairly good for certain companies. That's helped, but uh, the quantitative easing has helped as as well. It's stimulated, uh, so-called stimulated uh, that type of investment. So somebody, for example, that's got a couple hundred thousand dollars in a money market fund, earning virtually nothing, nothing on it. It's just sitting there. and they need, let's say they're retired, they need, the, they need an income, they need to get some return on their money, they're going to start to go in the stock market. They're going to start buying high-risk, high-yield bonds. Uh, but if there's a bubble in the bond market, which I think there is, uh, then they're going to get burned severely uh, at some point in the future in the bond market. So uh, encouraging risk uh, is not the role of the Fed, the, and also the Fed wants to generate inflation. That was one of the purposes. I said, the inflation target is 2% uh, for the uh, CPI, and it, since it's a little bit below that, oh, we're going to feel free to just print money, basically. Uh, Well, that's not the purpose of the Fed to uh, create inflation. 2% inflation uh, is not good for the economy in the long run. The value of your your money actually uh, goes down uh, significantly over the long run. And it just generates more inflationary expectations. So the Fed's engaging on kind of unchartered territory and it's uh, encouraging risk keeping interest rates arbitrarily low, monetizing the debt, Uh, it's acquired tremendous new power and it holds a lot of junk bonds on its own balance sheet. Uh, So people uh, are concerned about how the Fed's going to exit this strategy and they haven't really made that entirely clear. And when interest rates start to go up, you can see stock prices and other asset prices go down fairly quickly. Uh, and since that's politically not popular, the Fed's the the risk is that the Fed's going to uh, basically print too much money, uh, chasing too few goods, and we're going to get inflation, and the inflation could be rather serious. And then, of course, interest rates and everything else will have to start going up. Inflation
0: is the general rise in prices due to uh, relatively increased money supply. Relative price changes are driven by market forces, but Inflation can frustrate the entirely appropriate, meaningful process of everyone essentially deciding how much everything is worth.
1: Well, that's exactly right uh, because prices are stated in dollar terms, even relative prices. Uh, you look at one price relative to another, that's what we mean by a relative price. Uh, but if there's inflation, that will distort the prices in the marketplace uh, because prices don't adjust uh, instantaneously. Uh, so if the money supply, for example, doubles and the price level were to double, all prices will not double at the same time. Some price will go up faster than other prices, and it will change relative prices. And the interest rate is a sort of a intertemporal price, which captures a lot of things, and it reflects people's time preferences between the present and future consumption. It reflects productivity of capital. Uh, interest rates should not be close to zero uh, be, uh, unless people didn't value the, uh, you know, the present versus the future at all, uh, uh, unless capital had no productivity. So the Fed is distorting that that very important intertemporal price uh, uh, by buying government bonds, by going into the market, buying all this other stuff that they, they really have on their balance sheet. They don't know how much it's worth. So when they have to exit this strategy, and they want to sell some assets off its balance sheet, their balance sheet. Um, nobody knows exactly how much this is worth, and they could take a big ca- capital loss, which means... Basically, that taxpayers ultimately, because the Fed's engaging in fiscal policy, not pure monetary policy, when it when it starts to uh, allocate capital, taxpayers may up end up taking a hit if the uh, the assets on the Federal Reserve's balance sheet basically depreciate in value when they try to sell them off these these junk bonds and so forth. Uh, and the fact is, is that you know the Fed's reported high profits to the Treasury, return to the Treasury profits because. What happens with seniorage today when the Federal Reserve prints money out of thin air, okay? Typically, what they will do is they'll buy government bonds with newly printed money. You can think of it that way. Uh, they get these bonds, which they get interest from the Treasury, and then they have to return that interest to the Treasury, okay? Uh, this is considered a profit, it's seniorage profit. Uh, but taxpayers don't see any of that. And when the Fed engages in fiscal policy by basically uh, you know, distorting the flow of capital by buying up junk bonds, uh, by monetizing uh, debt and helping the federal government spend more than it takes in taxes, that's fiscal policy. Uh, the purpose of monetary policy traditionally has been to uh, prevent inflation. Uh, and uh, now the Fed is actually saying we have too little inflation, we need more inflation. Uh, So it's a much different uh, uh, approach to monetary policy than was traditionally taken uh, under the Fed.
0: Jim Dorn is editor of Cato Journal and is vice president for academic affairs at the Cato Institute. You can subscribe to or read Cato Journal at cato.org.